0: Episode number seventy-six of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan, myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, you just you just showed me something that's um, crucial to your to your race on at the weekend. Uh, now, I thought they were orange, but um, <laughs> listeners, do you know what it may, might be? They might be they might be pink. They might be orange.
1: So, they might have a spring inside them. What's pink and about twelve inches long? Oh god. Perfect. What's what's, what's, what's pink pink twelve inches long and just keeps going and going and going (laughs) It's a Nike vaporfly next percent. That's what it is, you dirty minded people. Just keep going. Just keep going. Anyway, uh Kyle, how are you doing? You've uh you've been you've been in racing action on the weekend, so we're gonna well you're gonna be telling us about that, but are you how was your return to ultra racing?
0: Well, as it, as I said before, there's nothing for me to talk about, so I have to make things up these days, you know. But um but I did say last week I said I would be doing the Benih Ultra and uh what a delight it's been. What a delight it was to, to get back um racing and uh in the ultra in the ultra world. But uh what a fantastic race. So I, I got the win. Um and uh, yeah, I actually surprisingly feel really good. My legs feel quite good now, and it's Monday, so so yeah, so it's been it was it was a great event. Um, you know what? I'm hoping before we start the show, I mean, um, I'm hoping to get one of the race organisers on to chat about it and what his what their takes take take was on on the the race, and um, and potentially might get another interview on the show today. Um, but if not. We'll, uh, we'll certainly get one for next week anyway, that's for sure um, so yeah, but there's my race we'll talk about that, and there's your race Tom, upcoming yep. race this weekend so Absolutely. yeah, lots to talk
1: about That we've got so much marathon chat this weekend well, I
0: mean, I don't even know I, where to start to be honest I, I don't know either, I mean we, we, we're trying to, you know hold on to a tight sk- time scale but there's so much we could speak about I mean, my, my ultra will take about, well four hours of, of, of huh. talking about that, the the course, the conditions, all that kind of stuff. But uh, there's Kipchoge. We could, we Kipchoge. could, talk, about, well, we could talk
1: about Kipchoge for one hour, 59 minutes and 40 seconds, to be honest. Exactly.
0: Yeah, we could. We should, we should do it. You know what we should do? We should do a live um, TRS YouTube. Oh, uh,
1: that's... That'd that would be amazing. Been, ever since we started this, one thing I've always wanted to do, we, we actually probably missed a trick on Saturday you were racing, is, is to do watch a marathon live and give a live feed. And I think actually London Marathon, if we're not doing it, I think we are, well, hopefully we are doing it, but if we don't do it, we should do a Facebook Live and have a, so people can watch it on BBC, but mute their TV and listen to TRS commentary. <laughs>
0: yes, that's a brilliant idea. Can
1: you get away with that, though? Of course you can. Right. <laughs> we're, just, we're just calling it. We're just calling it on, <laughs> on, on uh, social media. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, just, but, we but so won't show the
0: screen. We show the screen. Surely you would show the screen. Well, no, I
1: think, I think we would just commentate ah, and we'd say to okay. people, Tur- to have it on your TV or your iPlayer. We it's a great guess, idea. Could, yeah, I think that would be pretty funny. And actually, yeah. what we would do, we would be able to commentate, but also have tracking of the leading Scottish people and folk we know, like listeners, so we'd commentate on their That's races. That's
0: a brilliant idea. That is I a... Mean, but the, the issue we've got is, I think I'm doing it for ne- Yeah. Ne- I'm doing London. You're doing London, so... Me too. We we'll so, need some, uh, <laughs> some reserves to... To, you know, to commentate on our behalf, you know.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's that would be quite funny. So uh, that anyway, that'd be good. But so we've got, we're going to talk about Kipchoge's one five nine, the Ian uh, Anyos one five nine, which we previewed a wee bit last week. Chicago, which had an outrageous women's world record, talk a bit about that. And just generally, there seems to be a lot of chat at the moment. Again, Salazar and the, the, some of the performances about the ex-Salazar athletes at Chicago. So yeah, loads of loads of marathoning news at the moment.
0: Oh, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's a great time to have a podcast, you know, when you've got so much to talk about. I know. And we're ra- you know, me being a rambler, you know, you've got to to <laughs> hold me in. So, uh, so yeah, let's start. So well, let's start with you this time. How are you feeling? How are so you? I, how how are you feeling for the weekend?
1: I'm feeling good. I've got a kind of bit of mara. Well, so I'll go through the good and the bad. The good is I did a dynamite session on Saturday. So a week out, I did a 5k. was supposed to do a park run, right? but I woke up, I know I got up early, but I was watching Kipchoge and I couldn't tear myself away from the TV. So I ended up doing missing park run and doing uh, my own run. But what was good is I did exactly what I did last year, a week out from Frankfurt. So I did a 5K like hard, not flat out, but like-
0: When the park sort of, a park run?
1: Well, no, I did it at Duthy Park. So I did the okay. exact same route, which is good. And then I did uh, a mile left mile after that. So last year I did it and I ran 5K in 1620. I would say, not. I'd say like probably 7, 8, out, 8 out of 10 effort. Then hey. this, same sort of effort <laughs> this year was 16, 15. So I think, yeah, I think it's uh, it's coming together. I feel good and I close with a 5, 08 mile. So I feel like I've got a bit of zip to me. So My only, was what was the session? 5k time trial, mm-hmm. 4 minute recovery, mile effort.
0: Oh yeah. That's so, all awesome.
1: right. So it's good to have a bit push on, a bit of kick in the legs and I've got so yeah, I did that, 12 miles easy with the lads on Sunday, which was quite good, mm-hmm. so I got out with the full squad, um, Cameron Russell Strachan, at Ben Ward Run Beer, Mr. Chris Richardson giving me his and chat, uh, and then the two Hamishes, Hamish Battle, and a new joiner, so shout out to Hamish Hickey who joined us on the weekend, um, who, I, do you know what, that was quite embarrassing, out for a run, and I thought he was a guy called Ben Stevenson for some reason, because I, I thought that was who Jeez. Cameron's run with recently, I had no idea who it was. <laughs> and I I I'm, I think he's listened in the past. Who so he is listening? I'm, oh, he does. I'm yeah, around. I think he hey,
0: does. Hey. Yeah, I usually get a wee a wee queue hey, Dawson and, and okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's a he's I mean he's just a young lad, you know. Yes, he that's nice, a good lad. Of yeah. yeah. So what's he been to Aberdeen? Then is he living here now
1: I think his other half's up here. So I think that was why he was up. But he came out for a run with us. He must have seen the boys at the cross country on the weekend. So yeah, yeah got an easy run with them. Um, so that was good. But the the that, I would say the bad is that. It's probably slightly maranoia, but my knee's got a wee ache. Mm. And a couple of times when I'm sort of... The problem is I'll, I did a hard session on f- Saturday, jumped straight in the car, i drive down to see my mum and dad. And that kind of... I don't think my, it really, my knee really liked that. So I've been doing a bit of s- stretching and rolling and I don't know. I should be all right. I don't, I just need to be careful, I think, and not doing daft.
0: Is it the daft. Is it the same knee that you had the injury?
1: Yeah, same knee. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I've not been as attentive on my old exercises as maybe should have been you so, stand stand easy and
0: at ease soldier
1: you know you're exactly right i'm pretty sure i haven't been doing that because today at work a couple of times i realized i was stood at my desk leaning on one leg so i had to remind stand. myself to stand easy so I, it's all right i've got a bit of a um i've got a bit i've got the week just to loosen it off and i've only got one run that's even remotely hard this week i got like a you know marathon pace type couple of miles on Wednesday so yeah and as I mentioned at the top of the show my va- my next percent's arrived and they are ridiculous yeah they're absolutely as, ridiculous
0: as Tom says dynamite
1: they are dynamite yeah. I mean yeah. they're just yeah. they're a thing of beauty and I'm sat watching Chicago <laughs> Marathon and well actually I'm sat watching Enios 159 and I've already admitted to here on freely in the podcast I am a absolute um open open access for whatever the word is for these uh I'm very much a victim of marketing and I'm watching Enios one five nine and all the pastes have got these pink next percents on. I'm thinking, <laughs> Oh yes. Oh yes. So that's uh they're ready to go. I got a couple of bottles through the post. I bought some like random bottles online to fill up and put at the drink station. So yeah, we're we're in good shape and yeah, I think the split's gonna be seventy five minutes on the nose.
0: Nice. Nice. Now I got um I think I got a little bit of chat about my, my split times last time. Jesus, Chris had to stop midway through his run.
1: That was pretty
0: funny. Uh <laughs> well, well, apologies, Chris. I didn't mean to say that negative splitting's uh, not the way forward. Now I'm I'm open to all sorts of pacing. Uh, so yeah, no, I think I think depending on what the race is, um, positive split, even split, negative split, it all depends on what you're doing and what way how how. You know, how, how confident you are in, in believing what you can run as well. So um
1: so Kipchoge negative split on Saturday and I th- I'm not sure how whether Cosky did on Sunday, but uh Ali Dixon who was calling on who was commentating the uh Chicago Marathon, she was pretty um she was giving it a lot of chat about uh, negative split and she she was saying for every for every ten seconds that you get you go through halfway too much You'll lose double in the second half, was her feeling.
0: So every oh, okay. So
1: every or every minute, whatever you want, every factor, every yeah. every second you're too fast in the first half, you'll lose double in the second, was her. Yeah. Feeling, which is, as you said, it, you need to know what shape you're in, and that I guess is the difficulty a lot of people have. What shape you, are you in?
0: There's people. It's so difficult to know. Like I know. I mean, I I I, I don't know. I mean, it's like when I did the, the first year, I did London. I thought I'd go and do an even split, and it was a positive split. But I got a PV, um, and I'm sure there's people out there who I don't know. It's it's, it's a really difficult one to, to it gauge. It is a difficult so. one,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, it
0: also depends on the, the, the conditions. Is you've got to know the course as well. If it's a if it's a fast first half downhill, then you might end up running a faster half because the second half's uphill. Or like ultras, for example, it's you know. When, even hundred k, if I was to negative split that, what I mean for for myself and my coach Lewis, we always go by run your first sixteen miles, see how you feel, and you know use the last, the last ten miles is where you really race it. Mm. So you're almost taken, and and it's, it's just a perception of how you want to to um, to go into the race so but anyway no, let's not chat about that because uh we could be here all all day and I'm not one to grey your grey uh, your mind with all these other what ifs and buts and all that so so you've if got it, you've got a good a good sort of strategy in place in yeah
1: I do so listen so you can I said before Frankfurt I wanted to go through halfway in about 1610 I think I went through in like 1620 so it's pretty close so any listeners who want to track it i think there's a, there must be an amsterdam marathon app or something with a tracking 75 minutes plus or minus t- 15 seconds is the aim for me and i'd like to close in i don't know something like 74:30. try and find a bit of time so we'll see uh, we will see i mean that's uh, that's all that's left to do now execute and see
0: exciting but you just take care of that near, okay
1: mm, yeah we'll do make, so make anyways sure that's all fine Yes, so uh, looking forward to it. And if any listeners are doing Amsterdam, let, give us a shout. Let us know. Maybe see you for a beer afterwards. Speaking of racing, then how was the? Tell us about the Bennehy Ultra then, champ. The
0: the Benigni Ultra. So the Bennehy Ultra is a it's a fifty k race. It's the inaugural one. Um, it's organised by Rod, Andrew, and Adam, I believe. Um, now I don't know Adam that well, but I, I certainly know Rod Wallace and. Uh, Andrew Gordon quite well. So Rod, used, he's babysat me a few times back <laughs> in the day. Not last week. Not two weeks ago. You know, when I was maybe a few months old, no doubt. Uh, and he's a former forest Harriers and um, so yeah, quite quite close links with Rod, and um, hope I'm hoping to try and encourage him to come on the show and chat about it, rather than me rambling shite about it. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's been it was a great like the race. It, 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 the first sort of half of it's quite. Undulating. It's not as hilly as the first, the second half. Um, so you basically go round Ben and then you you get to the Donview car park, and then you start climbing, and you go up all the different peaks on top of Ben and And uh, so I started off the race. Um, yeah, I didn't. I, I did. A, I no, I wouldn't say I taper because I wasn't really doing enough training to taper, to be honest.
1: <laughs> um,
0: so uh, I was fit, fairly fresh, and eight o'clock, eight a.m. start on a Saturday, folks brilliant having oh. a race on Saturdays but the, the only, the, the downside was that I, I missed I, I missed most of the, the 159 in fact I missed all of the 159 project uh, or the, the challenge yeah. the NEOS challenge um, but Sarah Simpson who, who's one of the marshals and one of my friends, she was uh, she was halfway up one of the big climbs and I uh, asked her "What's has, has Kipchoge done it or not and, uh, and she gave me the thumbs up one fifty nine nice. forty. So that so that gave me a wee boost up the the biggest the the, the biggest climb of the day and uh, and and probably that's probably where I started pushing away from everyone. So probably about mile 50, mile maybe 13, 14. So the first half, um, Robbie Patterson was there. He, uh, Robbie Patterson's again another former Forest Harrier, and uh, this was his first ultra. Um, so so it was quite nice actually running with him for the first half and. I just kind of took it. I wouldn't say easy, but we took the first half for me, which is quite um, reserved, and uh, it was quite it was just quite nice to run with with someone like-minded runners, you know, and get some banter. And uh, and then I took off up the the first sort of big climb at the Donny Car Park, and never really looked back from there, and just just kind of just relaxed, pushed it hard in the up, and then just tried to relax in the, the flats and. Let the, let the legs sort of flow in, in the downhills. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was good. So, yeah, it was a, uh, I, I was first. There was a guy called Edward Payne who, surprisingly, this was his first ever ultra, first ever marathon. He's not even in a club. That's and crazy. Um, and he beat, I, I say beat Robbie Parson. Robbie went the wrong way, um, but not by much. But it was enough to, for him to lose uh, two or three minutes, maybe second place but your man uh, your man Edward Payne though like just came he just rocked up with a baggy t-shirt and baggy shorts and (laughs) came second and I I've I've, I've known him from just working he was a lifeguard at my work and uh, I was I was just dead impressed by by how you know someone with that talent I mean he has been a runner he's a runner Um, but just uh, you know this is his first opportunity to or his first uh, stab at an ultra so it was uh, yeah it was really good and the, the prize, I got a really nice prize, it was, uh, um, everyone got a medal, a wooden medal, but it was um, it was burnt on uh, Benny Ultra, so it was, Ooh, nice. the, the wood, the wood folks, the wood's actually from Benny I believe, oh, wow. uh, and in the same with the log, you know, for first place, we got a wee log, and we got some, everyone got a beer at the end as well, some Tor beer, it was, oh, we'll t- and Great. The, the, the spread of food was amazing. I mean, the soup, there was coffees, or teas, Empire biscuits. There was uh, sausage rolls, pies, pancakes, oh. you name it. It was all there. And, the, you know, the benefit of, of coming in first, you, you've got first dibs <laughs> of all the food. <laughs> so that was it. You know, you're finished, right? I'm off. I'm going to get the food, you know. Uh, and uh, Logan was out as well. He was out. He gave me a wee high five as well. Nice. Um, you know, he's obviously with somebody. who's with Debbie. Uh-huh. Uh, so that he was there about mile ten or something. It was just it was another thing. What topped talk, that topped off was the the conditions. The conditions were fantastic. It, it was blue skies. Not not a, not a bit of wind in the sky or in in the air. And um, and the organising was great too. You know, it was well organised. Um, there was chip timing. There was just over, I think it's about 80 runners, so there was 120 spaces, but yeah, you know, a lot of people there's 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 people who, who do pull out for whatever reason, mm. um, which which it, it, you know is a, is a bit of a pain when it comes to um you, you think the field's going to be full and and you, you only get you know uh 80 percent of the field um taking part, so I. My my only advice, if you are, I mean, I, I've been a victim, you know, I've been a perpetrator in this in the past. Is if you do a race and it's full, make sure you tell the organisers so that they can, you know, give them the opportunity to transfer spaces and things and um, give other people a, an opportunity uh, to take part. So you See, might I not get your would... money, you might not get your money back, but at least you're opening it up to someone else. And the 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 the, the money that was raised, I think it was like two and a half thousand pounds or something that went to charity so like it's it's great it's a great cause and yeah I'm, I think you know as the first inaugural one it's a, it's a brilliant race just a testament to the organisers for, for organising it and doing a really good job at keeping the runners safe and the yeah it's just an overall really good well organised event so thank you very much for the I think
1: you're, uh, I think, I think you're right we're all guilty of that that's a good, I think it's a good reminder to to if you do pull out to let someone know,
0: yeah. So so that was that. Um, I don't think there's any. Other. And the, the winner for the female was Siobhan Killenbeck. so she was the winner of the West Highland Way and making a a, a return to form. Um, so eighth overall, I believe. So yeah, yeah. So it was good to see her and another met Rabidine.
1: Nice runner. one. Hit, podiums a, winning wins for both. Sexes on the on Metro Aberdeen, and what about your legs then? So in terms of first time back at big distances since UTMB, I mean, I've got to say it was. You look like you paced it really well, as you say, you went off not super hard, but it looks like you've you've you know you've closed well. How did you? Did you find the distance daunting, or was it just a just after UTMB it was just only four hours?
0: I didn't I didn't find the distance daunting at all, um, and I think the main reason for that is because I ended up just running the first half within myself with mm-hmm. with Robbie and um and it, when you run an ultra folks i'm sure some of you maybe have maybe you haven't you, you actually your slowest pace is often your fastest pace um mm. and and that's kind of what, it might not be but that's kind of how you have to depending on the distance and the terrain um now my my slowest pace for the the first half was uh, the first few miles was probably some of my fastest overall at the end i haven't checked my splits but um just because it was it was hilly um but yeah what 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 goes first and when it comes to ultras is the fatigue in your in your legs it's not actually your your breathing you're breathing your your rate, and sometimes it goes down uh, and the fatigue in your legs goes up which is a strange feeling and just your tendons and everything just loses its elasticity and you, you don't have that spring that you had at the start um, mm-hmm. so you you, you you know when you actually think oh this is really easy some people tend to push on too too hard at the start and they can suffer at the end a bit like marathon training a bit like what you guys are saying about negative splitting and things it's mm-hmm. really trying to hold back and to try and finish strong and it's it's a difficult thing to do and that's kind of in the back of my head is what I wanted to do for, for this weekend um, and I did which is good but I mean the fr- there, there wasn't one of the parts going up Mither Tap, I was struggling a little bit, um, but I just knew there was one more climb to do and it only takes one hard effort for you to, to ruin it, you know, yeah. uh, one hard climb, and it's that's another thing about ultras and trails and uh, even cross country, you can run a hard section and you're only going, you're not going by pace, you're going by effort, and and you really just have to make sure that you don't go go past that red line in terms of effort, so you really have to uh, I suppose it's your your rate of perceived exertion. You've got to really know what happens if you go past that, um, mm-hmm. and and that that exertion could be your breathing, it could be um, how you feel, and lots of different things to gauge how that feels. So so yeah, so a lot of running was just based on how I was feeling, and uh, got got out the other end unscathed, Tom.
1: Nice, yeah. Well, unscathed, and r- I guess that's you back in action now. Ready, but I've,
0: I've definitely got my mojo back, which is nice. uh, something I never thought I would do after doing another ultra. But um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, like I've done two sessions today, I read two runs today on Monday. Um, I spoke to m- my coach, Lewis. So we're all set on on my training plan. Um, I'm just like I said before, getting my speed back, and uh, might do a couple of cross country races. Nice. And I'm going to try and aim for London, London Marathon. I think that's Happy uh, days. the 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 aim, for, you know, for for next year. And there uh, there's also the 100K British 100 Kilometer Championships that in May I might do that and then just try and improve my time from from last year. So or this so year. What,
1: so what? Uh, what? cross country we're we going to see you at for the end of the year?
0: I'd like to do the East District um, nice. champs. That's in Dundee, so I think that, that'd yeah. be a good one to do. Um, Excellent. And uh, none of the short course stuff. No, no, <laughs> not until I'm a little bit faster. But um, I've got a good, I've got a good regime um, that's going to hopefully get get that speed back and
1: nice. uh,
0: you know knock on the door of a, a PB for next year in the marathon. Nice. Yeah, exciting times. Very exciting, mate. There you go. There you go. So uh, other than that, I think we're we've chatted about our training. You're you're racing for next week. Um, yeah and uh, uh let's move on i suppose Eh?
1: yeah so i, I guess the best place to start if we we're kind of start these days we've been going to news first i think it's quite right with a lot of news going on so yeah ineos 159 on saturday for if you've been living under a rock Eli <laughs> LA kipchoge became the first ever man to run a marathon under two hours sensational i mean i and i i, I did watch it and it was i went into it quite skeptical in the sense i thought this is a bit of a gimmick it's not a race if, if it's not quite, having watched the Monzone a couple of years ago, which, you know, crowds, I thought, well, is it really count? Blah, blah, blah. But you know what? By, I would say, before halfway, I was totally into it. Really behind him, thinking, this is amazing. It's, it's a great advert for running. What he's doing is incredible. And by the finish, it was what a joyous celebration of, of just athletic achievement. And it was absolutely incredible. You know, his splits were 250 250 250 248 250 252 248 i mean it was metronomic and then when he came within when he got to about 1200 meters to go the car peeled off so again listeners who didn't listen or watch sorry there was a a lead car which had a laser shining in this like diamond inverted v and the pacers had to stay on this V. So imagine Kipchoge had a guy straight in front of him, then he had this like V that moved away from him, and he had two runners behind him. Now, these pacers did 5K stints, and they changed out, and they really just they just controlled the pace, sat at this laser that the car was holding them at, and it was metronomic, and this, the changeouts were amazing. And you've got a who's who of running in there. So you've got... Matt Centrowitz, fifteen hundred metre Olympic champion from twenty sixteen was in there as a captain at one stage. Bernard Lagat was in there. Oh, he's a captain um, as well, wasn't he? He was a captain as well. Uh, do you know and what? Like, his.
0: That's his best one of his best mates, eh?
1: Yeah, they apparently what they were. They grew up together, which I guess means Shogi really? is forty, after all. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you have got those two in there, you got so you've got these forty old wily old boys, you've got the Inge Britson's <laughs> in there as well. It was just incredible to watch. And especially yeah, decade ago, the car peels off 800 meters to go. Kipchoge just bursts through the front of them and runs to the finish on his own. And and yeah, slightly split. So two, sorry, 159, 40 seconds, and it was just incredible. I did think, not, did I, you
0: not get a little uh, a little tear in your eye? Debbie was crying.
1: is It was. I, I I I didn't quite cry, but I'll be honest. It was. It felt really emotional watching it. It was amazing. And there's a lot of naysayers who listen to this. And, okay I get some of the points I get the fact that it's an experiment I get the fact that th- it was very controlled I get the fact it wasn't a race and I share that frustration that it would have been amazing to see it in a race and I yes. saw someone write online which I thought was quite apt. they said well I thought it was quite fair they said this is all this has done is stolen that moment from the first person to do it in a race you could make an argument someone is you may never have done it in a race if it wasn't for this it needed this push um but do
0: you not think like you could just do a downhill marathon and break two hours like anyone sure. could do that or exactly. you could there's a race that I'm wanting Debbie to do uh next year and and when we go to Florida and end of January I think it is and uh, it's a sky dive it's a skydive race, but you jump out a plane and then you do a ten k or you do a five k or you do a half marathon or you can do an ultra but I was like well if if you sit your garmin. you put your garment on (laughs) on the plane does does that count you know does the (laughs) distance count land at the finish point yeah Yeah. Um, and then you know you just continue running and see what time you get you know I don't know what what would happen there but uh,
1: I mean there was a lot of interesting discussion on the weekend about what counts what doesn't count and yeah okay we're all accepted it doesn't count and for many reasons one of which was pacing but I read an interesting thing of the weekend that when Roger Bannister ran the first four minute mile it was in a race so it counted and actually but sorry but actually i should say two of the pacers started the race and jogged the first lap so they got lapped but when he came to lap them they picked it up mm-hmm. so they paced him fresh and one of them waited to the third lap and paced him fresh and one did it in the fourth lap so he was paced by effectively pacers changing out but because they were on the i mean you you could have made an argument if that had been a race that they did there, and it was if you had five k laps, they could have done that with pacers just sort of jogging around. Again, it would be the same result. But um, anyway, so I get I get that, that people say it's it doesn't count. No one is claiming it counts. But at the end of the day, the guy held five th- sorry four thirty four mile pace for twenty six miles, regardless of whether you you think about you had a uh, you know special shoes which he did, and they look ridiculous. They look <laughs> insane. And this alpha they call it the Alpha Fly.
0: <laughs> the are they are they allowed to use it? well i suppose because it's an experiment they can yeah they, they, do they do can what they you do what they want yeah that's true and
1: so he had those on and he had yeah i mean it was it, I just thought was you showed me a watch. picture of them they look like honestly they look <laughs> like, like someone they're insane
0: like springs
1: springs in the bottom they've got like so i saw someone the patent leaked online last week so you can read all about it it's got these liquid filled airpods so not that dissimilar to the zoom pods on a Pegasus, but these pods on the bottom that absorb absorb the force that's going to the shoe to distribute it uniformly around the plate. So it's all. I mean, it's a science project. I, I was listening to that podcast by Ross Tucker. Oh yeah, the, yeah. It was really science good. Sport.
0: It's, really yeah, good. It's really listen. there's one podcast we would recommend, it's that one. It's. Uh, I listen to it all the time. I mean, there's this I think I've caught up with the episodes, but I learned he's a professor, but he just. I mean, I ramble a lot of shite, folks, as you know. But this boy, like, he just—he's just on point with, uh, with how he explains things. He is—he is an expert in, in all things science and uh, sport. It's phenomenal. He's a professor. Listen to—it's it. one of the very few podcasts I'd rec running podcasts I'd recommend, and that's one of them.
1: But he he made a good point. He was saying that the Monza one and this one are both supposed to be experiments, but they've never actually released any data, so that would be interesting to see if they can come back with some with some data. Uh, one thing that I think we should address because I see it rumbling around on the internet, and I'm I think, it's, about. <laughs> I think it should be raised. Is everyone? There's it's a bit. It's quite sad. That, maybe I said something last week that I didn't. I didn't quite mean it to come across. That. I said, "How do we know Kipchoge is not doping?" Now I'm not. And he, I said you know. I said I sort of. Tongue-in-cheek, he's 40 years old and he's doing all this. I'm not for a minute suggesting Kipchoge is, is is doping. I firmly believe he's clean. But I just thought it was... And maybe I'm an example of people who instantly say that when someone does something incredible. We'll come to Koska in a minute. But um, the number of people saying Kipchoge, are we sure he's not on the sauce? Or he's probably on the sauce. I think that's really... I think that's quite unfair because I think in this, I again to listen to that science of sport podcast. I mean, it's very fair to say that he's probably not that much faster, if any, faster as a human than the athletes who were three, four minutes behind him five years ago. It's just he's benefited from tech, he's benefited from belief. I mean, you know who's not? To, who's to say that big Kemelo couldn't have run that with those trainers and those bases? Yeah. Racers?
0: Yeah. I think so. Um yeah, I, I mean, I think it was just a, a really good day in in sport that Kipchoge did what he did in an experiment. and I think that's yeah. something that has to be emphasized and um I think a lot of people will draw inspiration from from what he did and for me anyway, you know, I've the last week despite all the, the 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 troubles that we've had in uh, athletics, I'm I'm quite upbeat about getting some faster times and um and and the fact that you were emotional at the end, you know, he was, and and did just the way he did it, and how he was so um, selfless as well. He was just all about inspiring other people. He didn't like when he finished. If you heard this interview, um, he just didn't speak about himself. A bit. He was just like, I'm doing this for other people, and uh, he, he was thanking all the people that paced him, all the people that um, took the time out of their careers i just thought it made it made it made debbie cry like his his, his speech he's an absolute hero and he is a hero and and he's clean you know he's clean because otherwise until proven otherwise and, and right. in my eyes
1: yeah uh, so so I, I need to show you something in terms of what was happening so this is this is i'll see if i can play it and put audio on because it's hilarious you say this is what means to people and thank people this is the after party filmed by Matt intro where is it
0: is that an after party was it
1: <laughs> look at them Actually, yes. yeah. was, Kip,
0: was Kip Chogi there?
1: I don't think so but like they're all so mean, he's, there's an after
0: party for <laughs> Kip Chogi and he's not even there
1: I think he was there but I think uh, I think he was probably not oh
0: yeah um, probably not taking it a little bit easier than than everyone else was exactly uh,
1: um, but, but uh,
0: anyway I, I just you know I, I just thought it was a really good day. it was really nice to see all I mean how how often do you get Top athletes, you know, who are all, you know, in the athletics, they're all, they all, I'm sure they all, they're all mates, but they all look like they shake hands, and that's it. You don't see anything else. But there, you see them all come together as a big team, as one unit, and in you know, just for one person, I thought was just quite inspiring, actually. Yeah, it was actually just nice to have something a little bit different in the sport, not just racing and finishing, and that's it. You know, for
1: yourself, yeah. a little bit
0: different, a little bit quirky. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit gimmicky, but um, you know, like we're at two hundred one now in in the marathon, and, uh, and, so and okay. Think,
1: when do you think someone will run sub two then in a race?
0: it can't be that long. One and a half minutes isn't much now, you know. Um, if you if you get the right conditions, I mean, it's it's all it's difficult to quantify with all the conditions, like the drafting and things. What what you how much does that save? In terms of of energy, uh, it's in 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 in, a, in for exa- in a race like for example like Chicago for the men there was like four all the way up to the end and okay they only ran two or five but you only you only need to get three or four two or one guys at the start of a, you know at the front end going for a fast marathon going for a time
1: mm.
0: um, and they can all work together to get that um, but yeah I mean you've got the paces as well in a marathon. Uh, th- th- that helps and, and, and it has helped in the past uh, if you look at well look at this this the, the cost guys
1: base
0: um, yeah. as well you know that was shared pacers for that uh, exactly so, so, so not, yeah I don't had it don't have be that long
1: I oh I think so I would say if anyone's going to do it you would think right now it's going to be Bekele or, or Kipchoge you would hope they're both going to run the Olympics next year I mean you know that would be my hope so if that is the case, they won't do they won't do a autumn next year. Spring marathon, I'm not sure. You, I don't know. London can be a bit hit or miss. I, London is. I was reading something about how London's quite a windy occasion. London is a fast course, but there's there was a bit of discussion about is it fast enough? You need flow lots of you need flowing corners, which London doesn't really have, and you can lose seconds at London when it's at that really really sharp end, just through some of the ninety degree turns. So. London would probably be the only option you would think for the start of next year. So, if he doesn't do spring, it won't happen next year. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see it for five years yet. Yeah, it's hard. Just, you, as you say, you need everything to It can be done, but it needs everything to line up.
0: Yeah, and it's difficult to do that. And it's difficult to get our, our you know, the top marathon runners willing to go head to head as well. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's it's in true. the
0: Olympics. They're not going to be going for a time.
1: No, in oh, fact, they're that,
0: definitely not in Tokyo.
1: They're definitely not going for a time in Tokyo. Yeah.
0: So, so uh,
1: anyway, so amazing. So if we, so from that, we also, as you mentioned, with the Bridget Kosky at Chicago running, two fourteen thirty was it? Something like two fourteen twenty. for a women's. It's, it's like two fourteen
0: ten or two no two fourteen oh five, I
1: think. So that is incredible because that is a uh, that's obviously sixteen years later smashing Paula Radcliffe's world record for the fastest marathon run by a woman. That, for, again, for listeners who are maybe not so um, up to speed with it, there was a world record for the women-only race, which is not paced by men, and this one, which is paced by men. The benefit for this one, obviously, is that Cosguy was able to have two paces with her eff- effectively all the way. I think she ran the last half mile on her own. So, so that is, there's an argument to say, you know, that, which Paula was as well, to be fair. But anyway, outrageous to take a minute and a half off that world record um, and yeah unlike the other unlike uh, Kipchoge I think there are red flags against Koskai you look at her coach who or not her coach or so her manager Federico Rosa who is known to um, have uh, been an agent for Keptu Rita Keptu who was, who's been found guilty doping as well Kiprop who's, who's had doping issues so there's is a bit Jep, Jep
0: two, is it Jet 2 Jep2 Jep sorry yeah. Jep2
1: that's it Rita Jep2 so there are there's red flags there now she hasn't failed the test or she's not had any evidence against her yet but I think you would like to see a bit of uh, some kind of I don't know I don't know again it comes back to the point we made last week how do athletes prove they're clean but when she's got so many red flags against her I think there's a bit of a concern there um,
0: yeah I know yeah it's yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I was, again, I was listening to that um that uh your man Tucker, so yeah. his podcast about. So there was a, I think there was a survey done at the 2011 World. I know it's just about doping again, saying that based on the survey, I think it was like 40 percent, 50 percent. It was something crazy. 40 percent of of people said that it was an on, anonymous survey. To World, the the athletes at the World Athletics Championships in 2011, um, and it was about if, whether or not you're you've, you've doped or you're you're a doper. And, and 40% of people admitted that, or of athletes admitted that they had they had done, which is incredible. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, incredible. So yeah, again, listen to that episode. It's doping in sport um, by it's a science of sport podcast. Really, really insightful. Um, so. Like I say, I, I'm 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 not clued up on the whole doping thing, and but I'm just going by what I hear. But I, again, I, I, it's just so. Even when she finished, she just didn't look like she was that happy.
1: She did well. That's a, I was one thing Fiona made a point saying just almost robot like. Yeah. You know, I had no emotion. Maybe she was a. Maybe so, she, yeah, maybe she did realize what she does,
0: Yeah, maybe.
1: Yeah. Um, I just thought it was a bit. It, it was very weird and. We know that she had that outrageous second half in London early in the year. She ran that um, very, very quick time at Great North, and again, this is us saying you can't do. This is us say, seeing some exceptional, and questioning it. But I think it's so exceptional. I mean, it's. I think actually, what helps Kipchoge is the fact we've seen Bukele in the same shoes and tech, yeah, r- run that well. Although I read an interesting thing saying of the. Something like since the Vaporfly was introduced, the previous world record has been run by has been broken by five men, five times or five times it's been run ahead of. We've seen the the women's half marathon world record go, the women's marathon record go. I mean, they're saying that this shoe is changing the sport for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. it
1: really is. And I'm sitting here having, you know, you and I have both run in a pair of Vaporflies. I'm going to lay seven a pair of next percent this weekend. And let's be honest, having been in Berlin and watching Chicago on the weekend and even photos from the great north, the great, uh, Scottish run, everyone is wearing them. Everyone's yeah. wearing them. I mean, to, to the extent you could, there's an argument you would say, why, if you're a club runner, you're an idiot if you don't wear them. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, it's, it's like, why would you put yourself at a disadvantage now? They're legal, <laughs> rightly or wrongly. Everyone is wearing them.
0: You think it might happen, you know, they might just ban the shoes.
1: And then I think just they go back to
0: because remember the 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 swimsuits that
1: yes, the swimmers used
0: to wear they got banned and all the world records got stripped and then they they're back to wearing their, their speedos again you know.
1: But you know what though you see so Hawkins had a a New Balance version of that on in Doha we know that Brooks have got a version kicking about. Hawke have got the Carbon X which is a similar sort of deal. It's essential Nike have basically created a market for a high end shoe and it's now an arms race that's what it is (laughs) i mean it's it's,
0: like it's like a cyclone and triathlon it is your your bike you might not necessarily if you've got a fast bike and you're a fast runner but you can actually buy you can buy performance now
1: you can yeah and it's and i guess you're you're you still need to be in shape you still need to execute but you can buy a marginal gain now and actually what's amazing is the Nike, you could argue the first Vaporfly was, a, was essentially a proof of concept of the market. It, it demonstrated that there is a market to buy a 200 plus pound shoe. And actually, ASICS then brought out that ridiculous MetaRide, which is not a racer. It's just an absolute clunky, terrible shoe, and it dived. So the argument is it needs to be quality. But if it's quality, and let's be honest, it looks good, it will sell. And Nike are, like them or loathe them, they are marketing geniuses. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. definitely, definitely. Well...
1: Didn't, did help Mo, didn't help Mo didn't help more far and the weekend though.
0: Nah, he, he needed the Kipchoge Alpha one. That's what he needed for that the that Alpha day. Fly, yeah. the Alpha Fly, Honestly,
1: <laughs> listeners, if you go on, if you go on, uh, have a look for the, this Alpha Fly, It's all over. Um, it's all over like Instagram stuff at the moment. It's bonkers. I mean, there you go. I've just seen come up my my feed just there. I mean, look at that, Kyle. That is ridiculous.
0: <laughs> it looks like. Uh, do you remember you used to get those fancy shoes that had springs in them? It looks like one oh, of yeah. those. You no, know, but it's. It's an actual performance enhancement.
1: So it looks like it's got three plates in it. I don't know if you can see that on my screen there. You've got the blue is the AirPod and the pink is the... Uh, yeah. The pink lines are the carbon plates. Oh, so yeah. There's three plates going through that.
0: Jeez, it looks like something out of a human body or something, you know?
1: Yeah. Four crazy. pods, two lines and two levels of Zoom Air sandwiched and three carbon plates. I mean, that is it's crazy. And it's... I can't you know, if that shoe's ever released, I can't imagine how uh I can't imagine how expensive it'll be.
0: Oh god, yeah, jeez. Well it probably Crazy. will, no doubt. If it's in that but then are you gonna go too far? Are they going too far when it comes to that? People are the, There
1: is a line somewhere.
0: There's got there's got to be a line, these things.
1: There has to be. And surely the Nike I mean to be fair, Nike I again like them and love them. They will just continue to see how far they can get to the line, and eventually the IWF will say, no, enough's enough. Because So the IWF rule is, you cannot use anything, a shoe that will give you an unfair advantage. Now, if you're Nike, you will say, every man and his dog is wearing a pair of next percents. So there's no unfair disadvantage anyway. But on the other hand, you've got, um, you've got this one here. If it's not... Kipchoge couldn't wear that, for example, at any other race, because no, no one else has got access to it, it seems. Yeah.
0: Until anyway. it becomes... Uh, publicly available.
1: Yes. Yeah. So it's a uh, yeah very interesting times that we're living in at the moment in terms of shoes.
0: Well, so are we done with that then, Chicago? I, th- I think we are. Yeah. yeah. We are. Yeah. So I never, uh, to be honest, in terms of I mean, this, this is I arguably from a Scottish athletics standpoint, this is the main news that people want to hear. Is that our top one of our one of our listeners? Interviewees of the show, Andrew Douglas. He has won the World Cup for the World Mountain Running Association. So, well done Andy. Um, so it, it was quite a, a grueling number of races he had. It was seven events. Um, and he managed to win quite a lot of them, actually. Uh, so, well done. Um, so, yeah, the race, it was the US, Austria, Wales, Switzerland, Italy and the, the last one was in Slovenia. Now, I don't actually know how he how he got on in Slovenia, but uh, in any case, that's that's a fantastic, that's a big win um, in the mountain running calendar, and that just shows that you know he's he's absolutely world class. So mm-hmm. yeah, congratulations, Andy. Um, we'll hopefully get you on the back on the show to chat, bit because even since the last time we spoke to him, oh, that he's was about a year man. ago, he's he's, yeah. he's he's on a different level again. So fantastic, well done.
1: Fantastic, well yeah. done, Andy. So, other news, we have the, well, it takes us on to races actually. It was the, um, one thing I think it's worth kicking off with, it was the district relays on the event. Uh, district relays on the weekend, sorry, which is a good way, which is the start of the Scottish cross-country season. We were obviously not competing because that's 4K is far too short for me oh, and Kyle. Geez.
0: Jeez, oh.
1: I that's, a, am, that's a
0: VO2 max session right there, eh?
1: Do you know what, I'm weighing up the... Because I'll still technically, it won't, I won't yet have stood down as men's captain at the short course. So these, the not the these relays, my marathon has fortunately ruled me out of them at the short <laughs> course. I feel like I'm due the club okay. service. Oh you could be out. You, you,
0: that could be your your sort of farewell. Uh, you know, get you on the shoulders like good old Kipchoge was at the end of his 159. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Jesus, that will be that will be. hard work I remember after Frankfurt I checked out of the short course I was like I can't be doing the short course I've just done a marathon it was only two weeks ago I remember seeing the results and Craig Ruddy had done the same marathon was out there smashing it I'm like I felt really felt like that was a terrible uh, I I thought my excuse obviously didn't count so I think I will probably turn out for the short course but uh, it'll be with a it'll be with regret
0: yeah well no it'll be be good to good to see good to see uh, you know
1: and then Back in the dubs.
0: Back in the dubs, eh?
1: So but on the, so with the dub season kicking off, we'll go with the East first, being closer to home. It was won the men's it anyway, was won by the uni enemy uni Hare and Hounds. So that was a team comprising of Elisha De Mello, Alex Carcass, Max Malarvi and Jack Leach. Second place was Central AC, the yellow train, which was Ben McMillan, Mikey Wright, Jamie Crow, and anchored by Ali Hay, TRS interviewee. Uh, they were only about bit what were they 17 seconds back, it's pretty tight. In third place, a, a club that was becoming quite dominant again or really appearing in the medals again, Fife AC. So that was Ryan Lafferty, Tristan Reese, Derek Ray and Kevin Wood. And so they oh, were wow. about 50 seconds back. And I was saying to the Metro lads, that's Fife for a team who the last two years, we've seen them get stronger on the road. And, and we Dell's strong. Kevin Wood has really bolstered them. He had a good run at the National last year. Yeah, second, and, wasn't he? he was yeah and now you've got Ryan Lafty and Tristan Reese in there that is a strong four and actually you know that's um, really good to see
0: oh yeah it is I think it's brilliant so what's um, what, did the, what was happening the the women's side
1: so on the women's side it was a uh, let me just scroll to those results the women was a win for Fife AC so another same story on the other side that was Jenny Selman Laura Gibson and Annabelle Simpson, uh, they were 44-45. Second place, um, about 20 seconds back, were Heron Hounds: Holly Page, Zoe Flug, and Rebecca Johnson. And in third place was La Suede, Amy Franklin, Kira Gore and Sarah Tate. When we look at, in terms of individual, individual times, just to get a kind of flavour of how individuals are shaping up this cross-country season, um, always difficult with a relay, different legs, etc. But um, for what it's worth, on the women's side, Annabelle Simpson, fastest home, 14.15. Jenny, uh, Jenny Selman, sorry, 14.40. Holly Page, 14.45. Amy Franklin, 14.49. And the only other one under four, 15 minutes was Laura Wilson, Lauren Wilson, sorry, Edinburgh AC, 14.55. On the men's, we had, it was a really quick leg for Jamie Crow, So he was 12.12 12 for the 4K there. Uh, quite comfortably ahead of Tristan Reece, Fife who was 12.35, Michael ferguson Aberdeen AC, 12.39, then Jack Leach at 12.40. Bunch of guys under 13 minutes. Um, I would have thought the likes of Cal McKenzie and Ali Hay might have gone a bit quicker. Cameron Strachan, I thought he was 12.58. I would have expected him to go a bit quicker. Um, but these boys are probably just rust-busting in that first cross-country.
0: Right, that's it. It's the first one that's it's difficult to, to catch here. You know, to catch a tail, not catch a tail, but just to get used to that feeling of running in the dubs again, you know.
1: Exactly. It just takes a
0: while, and, and it'll all change, you know, It's um, when it comes to the later on in the year. I mean, you've got about five months of, of cross country. I
1: know. It's a fair lack I mean, of,
0: of, of running, you know.
1: I mean, we talk about London. I'm really going to try and target a run. I'd like to, for the first time, have a really good run at a national cross um so that's you know and i i'm not even thinking about it. that's not till february so you're right it's a really long season
0: yeah so we had a, we also had the north district cross country relays and that was held in gordonston so uh I, that was one of my first scottish schools races scottish was north it? district cross schools cross country quite a flat flat course from what i remember but anyway my roadrunners lifted the men's title it's the first time in 13 years i think so well done the Murray Road Runners and our man Kenny Wilson was the fastest uh, runner in twelve twelve um in terms of oh, cheers, the, I know yeah yeah in terms of the other fastest runners we had, uh your man Rob Sinclair of Highland Hill Runners he's running for now at twelve fifty two and right behind uh, Rob was John Newsom of Inverness Harriers as well so uh yes yeah, so you had you had that Murray Road Runners for the for the win um. The second team is Highland Hill Runners, third Inverness Harriers. And Master's title went to Murray Roadrunners with Gareth Jenkins, who's flying at the moment um in thirteen thirty overall for that for that as well. So in the women's race we we had um Inverness Harriers took the win, um followed by Highland Hill Runners and Murray Roadrunners. Your fastest times were Gemma McCormack who's making a fine return to form. In 1448, Emily Andrew, 15 minutes, and Carolyn Morwick, who also was running for Scotland not long ago as well. Uh, And the Hill running, uh, Scottish, Scotland Hill running, uh, international as well. The international? Oh, God, can't even speak. Um, (laughs) The home international, that's the one I was looking for. Sorry, folks. Uh, And then in the west... Do you know what the West uh, results were? Yeah, right
1: so the West, yeah. So I'll start with the women. So it was a win for Shelton Harriers. So that was uh, 46-19 with Avril Mason leading them out. Ruth Joss, second leg, and Kaylee Jarrett on third leg. Second, Gifnick North AC. That was Rona Mowat, Jim Smiley, and Charlotte McKenna. They were about a minute and a bit back. Then VP Glasgow AC, which was Mary Hendry, Philippa Millage, and Holly Little, another... Uh, 20 seconds back there on the men's side. It was a win for a canvas Lang. Uh, Quite well clear actually over a minute for them um, Stuart Gibson Kevin Harvey Fraser Stewart and Ryan Thompson and second place Shelton Harriers Jamie Burns Michael Deeson, Lewis Rayburn and Lachlan Oates third Kilbark and A.C., Andrew McAngus Cameron Wright Connor McLean and Robbie Ferguson from an individual perspective, just to, again, get a bit of flavour on how they're all shaping up early on. Matthew Turner, Shelston for the quickest leg of the day, 12.27. Ryan Thompson, canvas line, 12.31. Uh, and Conor McLean was third fastest, Kilbarkin, 12.32. On the women's side, it was a quick leg for Michelle Sanderson, 14.53. Kerry McAngus, 14.57. And then Kayleigh Jarrett, 15.10. So, um yeah, good to see some of the some of the guns out anyway early on. Maybe yeah. not all of them, but some of them.
0: Well, exactly. Yeah, we need to get a finger out. I know. Well, I do anyway. So talking about mud and, and tough terrain, we also had the Pentland Skyline race. Uh, so I, I've i won in the Pentlands, funnily enough, uh, and the win the winner again. Tom Tom Owens smashing out the park again and. From Shettleston, to Alistair, and again, fourth place at the UTMB as well. So he's absolutely flying, bringing that form into, into, into all this sort of hill running and the shorter distances. Alistair Masson, the Karn- Carnethy Hill Running Club, 227. And Graham Griswood of Oko Hill Runners in 230. So quite, quite close uh, with the guys there. And for the women, we had Nicola Duncan. So she was the winner in 3.10. Now, I actually don't see the female results, unfortunately. Sorry. Don't seem to be coming out. Uh, No, it's not very good um, results based. Sorry. So, yeah, Nicola Duncan was the winner. And, yeah, that's all I have. Sorry, folks.
1: (laughs) That's a lesson for race organisers. If you want to be read out in TRS, get your results sorted. Get, get them sorted. I just see the fr- the top three places. Um,
0: now, oh, hold on. If I show the... Hold on. Let, let's show all results. It might actually... Ah, you know what? You can actually filter it. Female. Here we go. Sorry, folks. Back in the game. Nicola Duncan first. Chloe Cox, Edinburgh Athletics Club, 322. So a good 12 minutes ahead of Nicola... Uh, ahead of Chloe... Um, was nicola and third place was molly pace of Jesmond joggers in 323 so that's your females for the pentland skyline
1: very good right next we're going to go up we're going to go to avie moore for the i mean i think we need to be quite <laughs> yeah. up front about this for what is the fastest 10K in scotland it i mean yeah, this is your favorite it, one why have you not done this but I would never be able you know to this down if, if you I get this. Your,
0: You get your vapor flies on the go, and, and I mean, uh, you, you, do, doing that 10k plus your vapor flies, you're not a winner.
1: Right. I'm gonna if if he listens to this, Kane Elliott. I'm using an example. Kane Elliott is a very good runner. So Kane Elliott, last result I've got from him. So his 10k PB right is 34:42, which he ran at Jim Dingwall 10k this year. According to his power ten, he's run a fourteen forty two five K, so I think that's probably a little bit out. But let's say he's a 31, 32 minute ten K runner. He's gonna actually to be fair to Kane Elliott, he's a young guy, I think he's a, he's actually an eight fifteen hundred runner.
0: Probably, so probably, he probably would be a thirty minute ten K runner. On the find, right conditions. But you know he's a lot a little bit younger. He, yeah, he, 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 a, I he's I would say bad, he's,
1: he's a bad example. Yeah. I'm gonna find well, some I'm gonna go I'm gonna find someone in the results who has got a who's got an actual time, because I, well, I really want use, to know.
0: Let's use me as an example, right?
1: Now, I did,
0: I did Loch Ness 10K 2012, 2013, I think it was.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: I won that in 32.55. Okay. Now, and then two weeks later, I decided to do the Aviemore 10K, and I ran 32.10, I think.
1: Okay, so how much, you, so wait, what was your first one, Thirty two fifty five. Okay, so you took 40, 30, 40 seconds off. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. So the, actually, I'm being a little bit harsh because I think as long as people have a good time and they're pleased with time, that's fine. But I just think it's, I think I've seen so many like PB posts about it I'm thinking that surely people know it's, it's downhill. Anyway, <laughs> without me being a Grinch, the the men's half was, or the half I should say, was won by Rory Scott in one 2nd place was Graham B, friend of the show, one And third place was Duncan Ryan in... 117.25 uh, in terms of women it was a win for Rachel Armitage in 122.23 second place Alina Reese in 126.41 and third place was Alison McNeely in 128.05
0: now I want to give a big shout out to two people um, who have been given some advice to uh, Faisal Gormley so Faisal was a 120 well he was in the, in the 120s and now he's he's broken one twenty. So he's, he ran a 118 and came sixth. And uh, Martin Dickey as well, who's smashed his PB out of the park as well, and, and ran a 120, a 124. So yeah, congratulations to those guys.
1: Right. So that is uh, yeah. So well done, Abbey Moore, folks. Good on you. Do it on a flat course. That's all we'll say about that. Get you. You're proving you can do it. It's like Kipchoge. He's proven he can do it in a paced. Um, Gimmick of an event. Now you need to go and prove you can do it in a in a proper course. Oh,
0: that, that's it. Yeah. Um, I, I think that the the half's okay. Um, because there's an there's undulations and, uh, but the tank is just point to point and pff, uh, fair fair bit fair bit downhill. But hey ho, yeah, like it's a it, just um yeah, take it with a pinch of salt, I suppose. And as long as you enjoyed it, like Tom says, then that's all we can ask for. Exactly. All right. Right.
1: What are you uh, so? Rant's next. You've I see you've put up a uh, something about. Do you want to tell us about this rant you've given us?
0: Not really, because I, I don't really know much about it. Um. So no. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. we we'll, have we'll had another. I thought you Sorry. might know about this one. I thought I have it have no you idea what who, this is. You shared this one. I think it was Debbie. I know. No. I think it's to do no. with Ironman triathlon. Sharing, um, basically promoting. Uh, I don't know, like a pain pain relief called hashtag eleve elevi or whatever it's called.
1: Oh uh, okay.
0: And, and using that using that pain relief when it when the going gets tough. Now when it comes to doing races, you shouldn't be relying on drugs to uh, to, to get you through to the finish line, you know? Um, no. unless you, 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 you need them. But um yeah, I don't really know much about it but I thought I would put it in there in case you do.
1: Afraid not. Well what we could do is there's a one rant we had is someone so we got a rant. Someone sent us in saying, "Runners who shelter behind runners and don't take the turn lean the way on a windy day." Discuss. Mm. Now, I I've, I thought that was interesting. because I've just put on the notes Kipchoge because surely that's what Kipchoge did last last weekend. He didn't take his turn.
0: That's because he was his experiment. <laughs> that was it. That was the method methodology. Don't go in front of anyone. Do we? <laughs> stay on that stay on that laser beam?
1: So what's your if you're in a race, right, and someone's sat behind you in a long windy street, what do you do?
0: I think it depends on how many people are with you. If you've got one or two of you, and that's it, then you expect every single, well, you expect to be taking the lead and taking turns, or at mm-hmm. least um, going side by side, rather than just behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I've had it done to me, I mean, I've what tw- 22, 23 years, and I've had different I've had people who, who haven't done that and it's it's not really bothered me but when I look back I'm thinking well I didn't have to go in front of them I could have slowed down as well I wasn't mm. going for a time as such I was just going to win um, now if they play dirty you could play dirty you know like what's that thing you know in the cycling when they're going really really slow
1: <laughs> oh yeah the Kieran is it yeah, not the Kieran, the the, the sprint, is it? Yeah. Is that, so sprint? yeah, I think it.
0: I think it depends on the type of race it is, and if you're going for a time, then like for example, your marathons, certainly for the the sub elites and your your every, you know everyone else, not the elite the elite guys um, or girls, you you're you're going to get a fast time. Therefore, everyone should be taking their turn to to help out. Now, if they don't, and you've got a big, for example, like Chicago last year, we had a big group for maybe like 15 miles or so. And and I was struggling, but I still did my, you know, did my mile of work because, or not even a mile. I think it was even, because it was usually, because it was such a big group, there's two of you in the front. Um, just because of the sheet, or maybe even more than two, it was like two or three. And it was like seven or eight of us. Uh so I ended up just running for a little bit, and then I went behind again. So I was like, "Well, at least I've done my fair share, and people can't tell me off." Uh,
1: yeah.
0: But I ended up that that group, some of that the, the the group basically fell apart. Um. So yeah, I think it just. I know who this rant's come from, and I know why. <laughs> and I, know I don't why, know, who it's come and from. I know why this is a rant because. Uh, it's it's basically. Uh, I think basically the, the the woman runner was 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 in front and the the guy or guys behind didn't take their turn in front and um, and they got pissed off about it and I understand that cuz yeah why would you not take your turn yeah, you
1: know,
0: yeah like what why like maybe i don't know what do you think
1: i i I agree i get really pissed off if someone is obviously doing it and doesn't make any effort to go at the front. I'm, but equally, I feel, I don't know if it's, I can't decide if it's because I'm such an honest guy or if I'm just, <laughs> uh, or I'm an idiot or because I'm, I actually think it's because I'm Maybe you're both. No, honestly, I think it's because I'm an impatient person. That if I'm sat behind someone, I'm, you know when you feel like the pace is a little bit off, but you're like, you think, is it quicker just to go at the front or should I just sit here? And I, nine times out of 10, I'm like, oh, screw this. I want to get this moving again. So I go at the front, slog myself like a dog, and this this guy sits behind me and drops off. So I I I don't know. It's it's that balance of working out. Am I going so slow that I would be faster just pushing on the wind, or or should or do I will I gain time later on by sheltering right now? Um, I've given people a bollocking in a in a race to say you know come on put a shift in. and They have sometimes they haven't, but it's a difficult one. It is, guess, say, it is a race after all.
0: It's the etiquette. Like if you um, <laughs> well you. Thank you. If you're all going for a time, then you should quite rightly, you know, stick your hand in there and and, and you know play with the boys and the girls and and just do do what you need like, to do. Do a know?
1: shift, yeah, yeah. Do a turn.
0: So so for me, I think it's it's everyone needs to take their turn. Um, but when it comes to like a cross country race, the chances are you, you're not really going to end up in a big group all the time. It's going to break up pretty quickly. And if you and if you're that pissed off that no one's taking a turn, then just go back, go slower and go behind them.
1: But you know, I remember, I said this in the podcast before, but I remember at Frankfurt, 25k, the plan was to raise it. And I could see that I was in this monster group and it was a headwind, no one up the road. And I could see the, we were setting the pace I what to be set at. And I could see the 25k mark approach. I'm thinking, what does I do here? Like, I'm, My whole race plan is about going at 25k and pushing on. And I'm thinking, this is a great group, it's going fine, a little bit quicker would be nice. I thought, do you know what, screw this, control your own destiny. And I just jumped <laughs> off the front, never looked back. Yes. And I'm so glad I did. If I'd but, sat in that group, I might have oh, run 232, 233. Geez. And
0: how, how good did you feel when you leave a group like that? I bet that was oh, I felt a amazing. great feeling.
1: <laughs> and actually one guy came with me and dropped off, but it was quite cool, because I looked around, because like, there was a couple of guys in the same boat It was just sitting off the back. So I sort of looked around thinking, right, who's coming? Because there was three or four of us had worked, not hard, but we were just like running a steady pace. We caught this group in front, which had a couple of elite women in it because there was a pacer in there. So we got onto the back of that and I was looking around at them thinking, right, are we going to go here or not? And they were quite happy just to sit in. So I think you're going kind to, of, again, you're right. It depends on the situation, depends on the race. I felt good. I wanted to go and I, th- I thought it was the right time. So I went equally. I've had races. I remember doing the all half once and being in the back of a big group and thinking, oh, this is too slow. So I went off the front pushed on into that headwindle on the bottom of the ockles, and sure enough died a death. That group, which I put about 30 seconds into, came back past me and dropped me for dead. And I thought <laughs> I should have just sat with them. I should have just sat on the back of that group and done nothing. Yeah. And I would have, they would have carried me in. So uh, you live and learn.
0: That's it. And that's, that's what it's all about. Eh? Exactly. You know. So talking about that then. So next on, on Sunday, what your pace it pace your race? Now you mentioned it'll be it'll it'll, it'll be live tracking. How can yeah. we find it? Are we going to put a link up on the show notes?
1: Yeah, I'll put the I'll put it up with the post. I think it's called the Amsterdam Marathon. Is the name of the app? Uh, say what you see. And it's uh if you search for Tom Bryan, that I don't actually know my race number. There can only um, be one
0: Tom Bryan in the race. You
1: can only be one Tom Bryan. There are three Toms from Metro going, so uh in the marathon so it's not just Tom from Metro. Uh it's Tom
0: Doney. Tom Doney's running isn't
1: he? He is, yes. Yeah. Tom's in really good shape. So I suspect Tom's in sub two thirty shape. So you might see two metros uh two toms. Tom will...
0: Well that's gonna be yeah. confusing. So I who? Know, so... who who else should we, we look out for then?
1: So you've got um in terms of metros, there's me and obviously me and Tom Doney, Tom Martin are running, so shout out to Tom Martin, he's a listener, good lad. Um he's in really good shape I think Tom's I think Tom's in shape for sub 245 um, who else is there so
0: it's just Tom's all the way
1: now, before, just just search for Tom just d- d- for Tom do you d- 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 know what, what you you have,
0: the last time you were in a looking for Tom's remember the great Aberdeen run were you not classed were you not classed as Tommy Thomas Thomas that's it Thomas the Tank Engine yeah <laughs> <laughs> that will be the dance of
1: people this weekend <laughs> I, <laughs> de 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 <laughs> de I love it so that is what we're that's what we're shooting for this weekend
0: Ah, uh, go on toms go on the thomas's yeah,
1: the, the thomas the, the thomas train so yes yeah, so that'll be good i don't actually know which other scottish uh, club runners are running i don't know which i know a lot of guys are running frankfurt so we'll talk about that next week but um yeah for amsterdam listeners if if you're running give us a shout uh usually we've had quite a few people giving a shout races we're doing but nothing for frankfurt I hope it means that there's no one running. I'm not just pieing it. I not see... <laughs> when they is Frankfurt? Sure clear. Frankfurt's... Frankfurt's a week on... Uh, one week after Amsterdam.
0: Right, so are we Yeah, okay. Good to know, good to know. Well...
1: And the week... So, and actually, in breaking news, the week after... Um, Amsterdam. we're going down and fee's running the Leeds Abbey dash
0: oh is she oh god yeah. well wow. that's that's good yeah. news that is really so good that'd news that'll be cool and so I'm uh, be
1: running but i'll be gonna watch her so that'll be cool be
0: cheerleading getting your uh, getting the T R S stories on again facebook stories
1: y- yeah well possibly i'm not sure if uh we'll see so yeah. anyway that'll be good so i will i'll put up a note for the for the tracking on the on the on the website and uh yeah we'll, you'll hear all about it next week i get back monday afternoon so will be uh we will be able to get a fresh update listeners when we're home.
0: Well, Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So, on behalf of of uh, myself uh, and <laughs> the, the Greg family, good luck. Have a good one. We'll no doubt chat fair. Um sure. and there's not really any other races other than Amsterdam Marathon happening this weekend. so it's I think, all, there's, a, there's, oh, I think there's an East League cross-country. Oh, it's not. Nah, it's just your race. That's it. <laughs> yeah. There's no other Jesus. races up No, No, there's a few things, I think. Rico, um,
1: actually, shout out Chris Richardson. He's running the Amsterdam half. That's his oh, area. of
0: course. Of course. Okay. So okay. We'll, well, well, good luck to Rico. Um, yeah, we do. We have the East District Cross Country League in Stirling. The Dramathon. Uh, whiskey Run, I think. Canor 10 ks on this weekend, too. The, that's about it really there's there's not rat race not to speak about that uh, tour of Edinburgh ultra tour of Edinburgh eh? okay um, nah that's about it folks nothing much at all this weekend so yeah well if you are if you are doing anything this weekend you're training you're racing put on Facebook you can get us Tartan Running shorts on Facebook like us you'll get some updates on how Tom, Tom's doing uh, you can follow us on Twitter our uh, Twitter handle is tartan, tartan Shorts also email us, uh, let us know how you, what you think of the show any rants you've got um, any feedback just tell us at tartan run, tartan running shorts at gmail.com and uh, yeah, make sure that you download subscribe to the podcast applications write a review, give us 5 stars if you think we're worthy of it and uh, yeah, hopefully enjoy the show so any, any uh, words of wisdom or any quotes that you've got for the race?
1: Oof. Actually, I came up with a quote with a... What was that quote I had on the weekend? We were watching... So I've started the pre the Amsterdam movie marathon. And uh, so, of course, one of the ones that we collected on the weekend was uh, The Greatest Showman.
0: Oh, brilliant. Brilliant uh, theme songs as well, eh?
1: And, uh, brilliant theme songs. And the quote from that was, uh, Men suffer more from imagining too little... Too much.
0: Ah, oh, there, you go. there you go. Boom, boom,
1: boom. Two twenty nine. It's happening. Boom. That's your quote. Two twenty nine. It's happening. <laughs>
0: yeah. T R S two two nine. Yes. Right. Well. Good luck. F T W. Uh...
1: <laughs> for that's for the win. By the way, that was the...
0: <laughs> Right. On that note. F G M. Thanks, guys.
1: Yeah. Have a good one. See you next one. week. See you later. Bye. Bye.